I can show you passive aggression. Shining, shimmering anger. Gra anger. I like shining, <laughs> shimmering anger. Hello, this is Real Rotten. I'm your host, Nick Lyons, and I'm here with two special guest hosts this evening. Uh, we kicked out Steven for this episode because... Fuck, fuck you, Steven. Yeah, because he's passive-aggressive, and we don't need that in this room at this time. No, no drama. And so, uh, the woman you hear talking, who is our first woman guest on an episode... Hi, yeah. I did that. I'll let her in. <laughs> yeah, we, we care about this now. We are catching up to 2017, right at the very end of it. Uh, welcome, Miss Genevieve. Genevieve. Hi, I'm Genevieve. I am a woman, and now I am the first woman on this podcast. And those are the three most interesting. I things just got my period. <laughs> no, I'm just. I didn't. I've never had that before. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. And our other but guest well. that we have is Mr. Alex Melanie. Hi, I'm a cisgendered white male. True. How's it going? So hard. Yeah, wonderful we, to be here. We still haven't bro broken the color barrier yet here. Well, we I'm have had, we have, ambiguous. Yeah, we've had a Mexican before. Yes. A, a Mexican? A Mexican. Mexican. And we have a New Zealander with us today. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Nick, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. It's really great to be here. This is awesome. Big fan of this film, so, you know. Yeah, so now he has to go, so that was that was great. Thanks. We appreciate it. Later, guy. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, Traffic, the movie. Mm -hmm. If Traffic, the movie, was, you know, really dumb... And involves Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. We're talking about Rush Hour 3. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Rush Hour 3 something. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> into it. You can tell by the, the excitement in our voices. But before we get into uh, that thing, dear God, what was that thing? Uh, we want to uh, talk about just get to know each other a little bit. So uh, what was the last movie you saw, Genevieve? Uh, I watched Rush Hour 3 recently, Yeah, but well, before that, besides that yeah. and aside from that, I saw the new Star Wars on Christmas. Oh, Star Wars The Last Jedi? Yes, that fight scene with Kylo Ren and uh, Rey in the warrior, what was it, Samurai? Yeah, the I one think? where, spoiler oh. alert, turn it off right now, Snoke dies, that Yeah, okay. that was so good, though. <laughs> I don't know if you gave him enough time. Oh, no. Spoiler alert there. You gotta be quick. And then I saw Coco, too, which was Oh, you saw Coco? Beautiful. Yeah, it was, like, so aesthetically just, like, stimulating. Yes, I, I am in love with the Coco as well. I've heard it's, it's cool, lovely. Cool. It is. See? Yeah. yeah our, I'm Espanol. We, uh, disclaimer, if the audio levels are fucked up, it's not because Kyle is fucking up this time, it's because our graphic designer, Alex, is fucking up this time. God damn it. Either way, they're both terrible. God, I hate Kyle, too. And I'm, yeah, I hate Kyle, what too. What a piece of I'm shit. I'm definitely better than Kyle. I've never no met you, Kyle. No one's better than anything. I think you're just... doing a good job. Yeah. Shut up. And then, uh, Alex, last movie you saw. Uh, the last movie I saw was actually also Star Wars The Last Jedi. What were your guys, what's your overall opinion? I, I, I think it's like, it took some risks, which I really like. It, well, there wasn't a fucking Death Star in it, which is, or a Star Killer Base or whatever, which is very refreshing. It was super fun, honestly, and I think it was pretty reminiscent of some of the older ones, which obviously are the best ones. Um, I thought fucking 
Mark Hamill was a bit annoying, to be honest. And, like, there's some parts... I know. I, I hate that he said that wasn't the real Luke. And I'm like, yeah, the real Luke was crazy annoying. Like, exactly. And like, he's annoying really, as a Jedi. Yeah, you like, really just kept it up. I'm, truly, I'm proud of you. he was such a little bitch. And that, I just... He's supposed to be a leader. And yet... I mean, I, I loved when Yoda hit him. Fun fact about that movie. Yes. Uh, you know the the porgs, the little guys yes. on the yes. island. You are you the one? Oh yeah, that? yeah. The fun yeah. fact. Okay, tell. For them. those in the audience that don't know, is that I know too. But... They never meant to have those in the movie, but there were so many puffins on that fucking island that they couldn't edit them all out, so they just decided to make a new creature and out of them. It was interesting how they like had them in so many scenes, but they're never really addressed. My favorite thing in that whole movie was the other people on that island that, like, upkept things. Right, right. I couldn't not laugh when I saw those creatures. Yeah. Like, the ones that, like, Ray blasts the hole through the wall, and then they're just, like, they're just, like, always worried-faced, too, because yeah. mm-hmm. they're, like, frog people. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then when she cuts off, like, the rock, and it comes down and smashes that lady's cart, and she they just, like, look up at her. I thought that was genuinely pretty. I did see it alone at, oh. like, 10, 15 at night. But so and you stayed away. maybe I was just laughing like by myself. <laughs> no, they just were good, like, man. it's okay to be good. alone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This movie's so funny. I saw, um, uh, last movie I saw was Downsizing. And right before that, on Christmas, I saw Numanji. Ooh, how yes. was that? Was it super Numanji. fun? I heard it was fun. It was the Numanji. Yeah, it was actually, it was good. It was I want to see it. I, I thought it was funny. Cool. I think it looks It looks like it's just like going to be a good time. Oh, yeah, it, it. Is it got it's fun because like you know, they're not they're all playing like the stereotypes of their roles. Mm-hmm. They're all like the kid on the inside. Totally. And Jack Black, I'm glad to see him back. As a girl. Jack Black is As back. As a fourteen year old girl. As a girl. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. My kind of my kind of gal. I laughed more than I expected, and I'm happy that it made like it wasn't like Kevin Hart centric oh, or anything. God. Yeah, no, it, he's a dick. he's like in the movie, but not like you know too much good. Yeah, not I like, like it's not like a Kevin Hart movie. I still really want to see Disaster Artists. I Tanya. That's my next question. That's my next question. But for downsizing, um, skippable movie, my opinion. I agree. But Alexander Payne, it's a good story. I mean, but it's it's one of those movies where like, what is the story? I'm Mm -hmm. not really sure. Mm -hmm. But the girl named Hong Chao, who plays the Vietnamese girl in it. She is great. She is great in yeah. other stuff. She's in Treme and she's in Inherent Vice. Inherent Vice. She's amazing in Inherent Vice. Yeah. Her and... I would see the movie probably just for her. Like, she was incredible. Name three <laughs> movies you want to see. Oh. Don't talk about them. Just name them. Phantom Thread, I, Tanya, and Disaster Artist. Same. Same. I, Tanya. I, Tanya, I, Tanya. Yeah, I, Tanya, I, Tanya, me, myself, and I, Tanya. Um, mm. Probably the same three. Yeah. I had two other ones. That I can't remember at this moment. I also oh, I want to see the post. What's the post? I, I Meryl Streep, Tom Spielberg. Hanks, Steven Spielberg. Okay. He's in it, though. He's hmm. acting. Meryl Streep's directing. Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. It's nuts. It's about a Jewish guy. There's no way I, I have that backwards. Ex- I never saw it coming. He, the post, that is. He walked uh, right into it. Oh, and uh, Water. Shape of Water. Shape of I really Water, like duh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I want to see Water, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now that's all the way. It's time to get into Steaming Pile of Fun. That was Rush Hour 3, right after this quick break from my sponsors. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> cheep, 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 cheep. And we're back. That was just excellent. Do you guys, what do you have to take away from that, uh, that break? I'm going to take away my car, my dreams, my hopes. Yeah, Mal, my yeah, dignity. you. 
I need to get right down to Benjamin Warren buy some paint. It's unrelated to your sponsor, but I just remembered that I got to paint like this whole wall at my house. Excellent. Uh, so now we're here to talk about not number one, not number two. Yes, number three. <laughs> we're in traffic for three movies, and this third one came to a screeching halt. We got Rush Hour 3. This Steaming Pile of Fun, Rush Hour 3, was directed by Brett Ratner, all of our favorites. He directed uh, Tower Heist, great Eddie Murphy flick. Mm. You know, which actually has a positive rating. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, yeah. Interesting. I was surprised. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Uh, he directed all the Rush Hours. He directed... Uh, X-Men Last Stand. The worst X-Men movie. The worst X-Men movie. Yeah, all these guys just did the worst movies of the franchises. Mm. He did Red Dragon. Mm. And then is written by Jeff Nathanson, who did Speed 2. Definitely the worst. Who did uh, The Worst Indiana Jones, The Last Pirates of the Caribbean. He also did Catch Me If You Can and The Terminal, which, you know. Well, I don't like The Terminal. The Terminal has, like, a a soft place in my heart for some reason. I think think Catherine Zeta-Jones has something over me. Like yeah. some sort of spell. A sleep hold. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because she has like two names. Yes. Well, yeah. And she's Two Walsh. last names, yeah. Zeta Jones. Zeta Jones. And uh, this movie was starring Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. 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 I do dare Present. say. Chris Tucker and Max von Sydow. Are we going to call him Sydow or Sydow? You know, I, I've never been entirely sure of the pronunciation. Let's just agree right now. I'm so on the we, first name. We can basis. call him Blood Raven. We can just call him Mac. Yeah, Max. Can, you want to just call him Blood Raven because he was Blood Raven on Game of Thrones? That's no, not. wasn't he the? He was the tree guy. The yeah, the three. We call him the blood. Okay, now, now I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, I'm there you go. How much of a nerd I am. Uh, so he was originally the Blood Raven, uh, and then he turned I, I into the Three-Eyed Raven. I don't even know if I should explain. Let's just call him Max and not talk about Game yeah, of Let's just call him okay, Max Max Vaughn. Let's just call him Max Vaughn. I love it. And uh, the plot keywords this movie, we got French, hmm. Ambassador, and Triad. So if you search that in IMDb, those, that's, this movie's going to come up. Pop right the hell up. That's interesting. We actually had a debate. We were talking about Han... And I called him the Prime Minister. Yeah, and I called him out really hard. Well, was he the Prime Minister in Rush Hour 1? Because it was Hong Kong. They, they don't have a Prime Minister. But remember, you were, Hong Kong is was... Is a, a British... So maybe they had, like, a different... Who knows? The PM, yeah. He's the yeah. ambassador in this movie, though. Whatever his role in the first one is now, he's just ambassing it up. Well, I think we should stick to the idea that we're leaving the first two movies behind completely. I agree. This is a new movie. Yeah, this is a new, yeah, new life to this movie. We've gone through the whole character arc of the, of Jackie, yeah, Jackie and Chris. Yeah, they love each other. Yeah. And then now they don't love each other and they haven't spoken in years. You're not my brother. Three years. Three years. Yeah. And the Rush Hour 2 was a great movie. I love it. Ended sadly. Um. I mean, it didn't. It didn't end sadly, is what I'm saying, right? No, yeah, it didn't. It, it yeah, was good. It ended happy. Like, yeah. what was the reasoning in Rush Hour Three? Is because somebody slept tried, with somebody? He tried to, because uh, Chris Tucker tried to have sex with Isabella, who I think was like Penelope Cruz. No, Penelope it, Cruz, was it was the like, Hispanic chick from the second one, and then he ended up shooting her uh, accidentally. Remember, and he talks about her eye yeah. and like the how the so, secret security. Special security? Social security? Now you're just like Secret. Chris Tucker or Jackie Chan. You can't say Jackie it. Chan, I know. Secret, Secret security wanted her back as soon as she could see. Secret service. Service. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Secret security. They service me. God. No, that's the, that's the other level above 
Secret Service yeah. is the secret security. Well, for how the do you think service. you even get in there? It's yeah. the secret security. Who do you think builds all of the glass? Who do you think checks IDs when they come in? Yeah. Who's in charge? Whoa. That's what security. I want to know. Okay, the studio was New Line Cinema. Release date August 10, 2007, which is a ways back for all of us. 10, ten years, years ago, 10 year anniversary. Jeez. People were asking for it. We had to do 10 years right before the year ended. Uh, rating PG 13. The runtime was 91 minutes, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Felt longer. Um, yeah, it felt longer. Rotten Tomatoes rating, 18%. Mm. It had 28 fresh reviews, 129 rotten reviews. But the audience, big fans, 63%. The budget was $140 million, and it made $140 million in the U.S. alone, $258 million worldwide. And I just saw it today that... How much in China, I bet. Oh, probably crazy about yeah. China. But they had just greenlit Rush Hour 4. Four. Mm-hmm. Really? 10 years later? 10 years later. Uh, the only stipulation is if Chris Tucker agrees to it. Interesting. Which is Jackie that said that, so that kind of that probably means that like they're finally shitty on Chris Tucker the way he needs to be shitty. on. Shit it on. Yeah. yeah. To like force I him into action. I have a question. Is Brett Ratner involved? That's what I just said. Yeah, we'll see. I'll do a quick Google while we're in another commercial break. And we'll determine if that's true. Okay. I don't think he's so involved. Processing that I'm pretty sure Brett Ratner's not involved in anything anymore. Good. Right? Good for him. Which we should get to right after we do our blurbs. So let's all say our favorite Rotten Tomato blurbs. I'll say the Rotten Tomato consensus blurb from the website itself. We got Rush Hour 3 is a tired rehash of the earlier films and a change of scenery can't hide a lack of new ideas. They're pretty good at their job. We. Whoever writes those things yeah. are pretty good at theirs. Like, how do I say something mean but, like, concise? Exactly. Uh, so, Jen, start us off with your favorite yes. blurb. Mine is coming from homeboy uh, Peter Howell at the Toronto Star. He says, Rush Hour 3 is a blockbuster sequel filmed with the enthusiasm of jury duty and is barren of novelty as a burned-out souvenir stand. Burn. Damn. That must have scorched Jackie Chan's little heart. No, no, poor baby. He's probably know. crying in his money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to pick the the top rated uh, tomato, which I think you know perfectly articulates the other side of the coin. This is from Wesley Morris at the Boston Globe. He writes, "This movie makes a fine replacement for the previous two installments." I disagree. Yeah. How is he? Is he saying that Rush like, Hour one and two are, are worse? Yes, exactly. Like that. It's one thing. To, it's one thing to say that this movie is a good movie. It's another thing to say that it's better than, than the first, first two. Because the first two are actually decent and yeah. enjoyable and watchable. I just uh, like the lack of enthusiasm oh, in yeah. this. Like the top rated review. He's, like it's he's, fine. He's literally like it's calling fine. it in. Like he's he's not really working. He just was like, "Here's a response. My job's happy now." Boston Globe. I did it. Yeah, I made it. Yeah, I, I made a mediocre uh, comment yeah. on about a me- mediocre walks. movie. Ghost walks. Get in the fucking car. We're going to pack it by the Harvard Yacht. <laughs> and uh, my Rotten Tomatoes blurb is... <clears throat> Coming up. <laughs> <laughs> is by Nathan Rabin of the AV Club. He's a top critic. He's got a green star. Uh, it is... Rush Hour 3 is an awfully spare title for the, such a big money enterprise, but an appropriate subtitle like Autopilot or Once More for the Cash would have given the game away. So he got really into it. So my backup, in case the, the fans don't like that one, is from Richard Roper, because we just got to hear from the ropes. 
true. You got to It's got to There's got to be a catchphrase for Richard Roper. Roping. Rope a dope. Rope a dick. Dick Roper. Mm. Dick a rope. Dick. Dick Roper. Yeah. Rick rope. Dicker roping you in doper. with his dick. <laughs> Ricky Dicky Doper. We're gonna use. We'll use one of those. The like clickety dick Roper. Dick You'd rather roper. he be Clickety-clack. a Roper than a Groper. Oh, there we go. That's a perfect segue too. Good. Okay. So this is from. He'd rather be a Roper than a Groper. Richard Roper about uh, Rush Hour Three. The third installment is so cartoonishly stupid it makes the original look like a classic. And he is might, a classic. Why maybe he... he's right though. Maybe it wasn't a classic until ten years ago. I think and that... it needed Rush Hour Three because Rush Hour Two was no, too good of a sequel. I don't think anyone needed Rush Hour Three. That was like that maybe was Rush point. Hour needed it. Somebody needed Rush Hour Three. People in Rush Hour were so even like I would kill myself. Chris, at that point. Chris Tucker apparently needed it because he wasn't doing yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> which leads he... us to the trivia's. So this is going to be a new segment. It's called trivia. Oh, <laughs> trivia! <laughs> pew 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 pew. Cha cha cha. That's meaty. And uh, oh, is that a soup reference? Oh, I like that. My favorite one is uh, chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a couple top trivia's, and then I got the gross trivia's, and that can lead us into uh, that what we're actually here to talk about this movie. How gross it is. Yes. Um, so the fun trivias we got are from 1998 to 2012. Chris Tucker's only acting roles were in the Rush Hour trilogy. Mm. Ended by... That is a surprise, but ended by... Uh, Silver Linings Playbook, yes. which was awesome. I did like good movie, that good movie. Movie. Um, He's really good in it, too. It was great to see. No, he, is not as, he is good in uh, that movie. As, as like, Carter? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's finally not, not as playing Carter. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. As an great. over the top, he's just like a normal black guy. Yeah, he yeah, was just he's crazy. He's good as like a normal black guy. Well, he's guy. literally crazy like yeah. in a like institution. But, yeah. But and then also but IRL. Like, not over, it's crazy that his over the top crazy is Rush Hour, but mm-hmm. his like normal crazy, crazy person is like, is like Silver Lines Playbook. Yeah. So now it's time for the gross trivia. So as we all know, this movie was directed by alleged rapist Brett Rap. Is rapist, Rapner? right? Yeah. Brett Rapner? Yeah. And you don't need to, yeah, Rapner or, or just Brett Rat. You can just leave oh, the nerd Brett off. Brett Rat, yeah, I like that too. I just call him Rat the Rapist. Okay. So it's some nicknames. Be Rat the Rapist. Yeah, we'll run, rapist. Those, we'll run those by you, Brett. Yeah. I know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> you be a better fuck. person. Yeah, and then aside from the, the blatant sexism and racism in the movie, which yes. we will also get to, uh, there's a couple of trivia facts that I thought just accentuated the grossness of this movie. So, Roman Polanski... Yes, is the French detective who goes in their was, asses. ...was a fan of the first two Rush Hour movies when it was learned that he was filming in Paris because he's not allowed to mm-hmm. leave fucking France because he's going to get... Extradited or yeah. like, yeah. He asked Brett Ratner and the producers whether they could give him a small role to appear, and they happily complied with his wish. So, wow. What so I did I like, had another though, guy in there. Yeah. Well, they seem like they would be friends. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's not where it ends, though. They do punch him in the face at the there's end, which more? I thought was great. Yeah, there's I more. I can't wait. Tell me more. The oh. actor first considered to play the villain, besides Jean-Claude Van Damme, who is a saint. Who saint. Great man. We all know. Yeah. So flexible. JCVD. No, yeah. But besides JCVD, uh, the first option was also alleged sexual harasser, Steven Seagal. Uh, so I, this he's movie, a piece of this shit, This movie dude. could have been st- like starring, directed by alleged rapist, featuring More alleged, alleged rapist. rapist. <laughs> yeah. And Wait, Max Vaughn or the, the brother character? 
Well, he Max Vaughn. He was supposed Vaughn. to. They went. They almost. Can, they <laughs> they almost, almost cast Steven Seagal instead of Max von yeah. Sydow, or however the fuck you say it. Oh, That's no, wild. No, 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 not. It wasn't Max Vaughn. Oh, okay. Backtrack, backtrack. It was uh, for the Japanese brother character. What? So they that almost whitewashed. It said, however, the screenplay instead. underwent multiple rewrites that ultimately led to casting. Hiroyuki Sonata as the film's main antagonist. And they yeah. did actually call out that he was, he was like Japanese. Japanese, which I thought was like... He was at an orphanage in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, the other trivia is when Lee is speaking to Kenji, the language is Japanese. Hmm. Because Hiroyuki mm-hmm. speaks Japanese. So, so, so Jackie's so smart. And now it's time to get into this movie. Maybe we should put on the dirty movie. Wait. I like the ones with a story. What? Miss Genevieve is going to do a uh, three-minute recap. Three-minute recap. Yes. Three not minutes. one, not, not one, two, but three, three minutes. Hours. It's each an hour. Oh, rushed yeah. Into three minutes. Yeah, okay. you're going to have to do yeah do all three rush hours. Okay. <laughs> I don't so. think you should do your own timer. I think that... Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I'll do the timer. Or, no, we're going to have our, our new shitty producer. Mm, the worst. The worst new guy that we got. Here on the non-payroll, because nobody gets paid for this shit Mm-mm. yet. Yet, Still better than Kyle. Or ever. Uh, Alex, do you have the timer ready? Three, two, one. So, we're at the World Criminal Court in L.A. Okay, Pri- uh, not Prime Minister, but what's-his-face? Ambassador Han gets shot through a sniper. It's some dude we don't know, but Jackie's on the run. Excuse me, Lee is on the run. Um, turns out it's his brother. You can't kill him. He loves him way too much. Chris Tucker, um, steals this woman's ID, uh, and basically like kidnaps her and her girlfriend and steals their car as he's going on a crazy journey throughout the town. It's a rush hour traffic at time. It's ridiculous. Anyways, uh, time goes on. They want to take down this gang that is based in France. This is why the whole world crime organization thing was happening because they want to take down this huge gang. Um, it's, they only have this map that's like, they, it turns out to be printed on this girl, Genevieve. She's this French performer who was somehow like the, the chick of the main guy, um, the gang. It was like his lady friend and she had it tattooed on her dome. And let's see, they hook, she almost bangs Chris Tucker. doesn't happen though. Um, it's, it's thwarted. And then, ooh, there's this uh, cab driver who takes them all around, Lee and Carter. He's really great, funny. He ends up saving their ass. Um, Let's see. And then beyond that, they go into many journeys and they end up, ooh, yeah, they end up on the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah, we need like the ending. Yeah, they end up on the fucking Eiffel Tower. There's this crazy fight scene. Jackie and his brother, Shen Ju, or whatever his name is, Kenji, that's what it is. that's Shai the name Shen's of the, the gang. Shai Shen the is the bad guy. Oh, that's the Kenji's the brother. Yeah, and so truth. it comes down to Jackie and Kenji having this fight out on the fucking Eiffel Tower. And he's like, I love you. I can't kill you. And Kenji's like, Jackie, you gotta kill me, bruh. Get over it. It doesn't last. And then they fall. They get caught by this little bouncy thing. They fall back up. Um, ooh, and like the fighter Chinese chick, not the one from the first one, who's also tied up at this time, who is there. Um, there she gets chopped into this like what is it like a spinning thing she gets murked hard anyways so the brother ends up dying jackie has to climb um up this he ends up landing on or like climbing up a french flag he lands on another bad guy he and chris tucker are somehow now on the ground they like ride the the flag down from the fucking eiffel tower 
uh, they're crazy. And then Shenju or whatever comes at the end and he's about to murk them, all three of them, the chick, Chris Tucker, and Jackie. And then the cab driver out of nowhere murks him. That's the end. Boom. With time to spare, how much time's left? 15 seconds. 15 seconds? Then uh, I'll add in one point. No, I didn't think I got everything. Here's my notes. Jackie Chan is ripped. That's he, my note to is. add. Here's a note, too. So, during the dancing scene that happens at the cabaret when they're going to find Genevieve, um, Chris Tucker ends up dancing with a chick on the stage during her performance, yeah. which is insane because Jackie Chan is clearly the better dancer. Oh, yeah. As evidence even in the last like, sequence when they're know, dancing away. I don't know, but Chris away. Tucker's got the Michael Jackson moves, which I think is what He they does, are. but they're not Michael Jackson dancing. And Jackie Chan That's is actually true. like really light on his feet. He was in the fucking battle. Ballet. I mean, he wouldn't be Jackie Chan if he wasn't light on his feet. Exactly. Dude, he's fluid. He's fluid. Much more fluid than Chris Tucker. I agree. You can, you can see it at the end when they're doing the little war dance walk and they're away. dancing yes. out. And Jackie's just way more fluid. Yeah, he's a little twinkle to Yeah, that was the ending to the movie is them walking away dancing to war. war. They, well, it does end what on sort of a positive it? where they they punch Roman Polanski in the face. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. exactly, yes. Yeah. And then the French police are like, well, he was a dick. And then oh like, they just walk <laughs> away dancing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like punch him it. in the face. We'll uh-huh. see you later. And then the girl's just like, au revoir. He's probably a Nazi. <laughs> punch Nazis. We are allowed to be mad at him then. It's okay. <laughs> uh-huh. There's very little resolution. The movie just like... Yes. And it just, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, it's the last 20 minutes, and it's just people get killed. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now well, we're done. Well, that sums it like, up. What, yeah, what really happened? We're not sure. Like, I'm pretty sure they didn't solve a lot of problems. They just, like, post- postponed them at the very least. Yeah. The flag parachute part was, like, the craziest that was thing insane. to me. And Jackie Chan clearly did not do that with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie? Jackie? Come on, man. Come I, I, Jackie. On. Chris Tucker did it, though. Yeah, Chris Tucker did. Because they couldn't find another person that looks like Chris Tucker or can scream like Chris Tucker. Ah! <laughs> Jackie! Jackie! Okay, speaking of doing bad accents. Uh, oh my god, it's time Chris for, Tucker. It's time for Act It Out. Oh, okay. Chris Tucker's French accent, though, was not even French. It was so nonsensical. We're doing uh, Act It Out, and I found a scene for us to do. So this scene is the hotel room scene. Uh, playing the part of Genevieve is going to be Genevieve. Say that louder again. C'est moi. En <laughs> français, en anglais, it's me. And, and I know what you're thinking. I know you think that I'm going to be playing Carter, but uh, I'm not. <laughs> oh think again. Because this is an intimate scene, so we need Alex Malinay to play Detective Carter. How long do you want me to be? Oh, <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Lee. Let me just try to do. One, one really quick Chinese accent that yeah, we really, we're gonna cut this. But you need you need to you yeah. need to get it out a little. Only bit. one way to find out is that, okay. that is that is that, that okay? No. Yeah. Should I go more Chinese? Wow. Maybe we should put no. <laughs> that got weird. That got weird for a second. That was like wow. Staples guy. Maybe we should put on dirty movie. You, I think you just like section Maybe off your words. Is that what? Yeah, is that how exactly. you do a Chinese Chicago, accent? Yeah. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. Only nine ninety five. Yes, perfect. <laughs> okay. I want one with a hairy woman. I have to do an outrageous black person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. And I, I think so. And I will set. I will set the scene by reading the uh, scene notes. Rush hour three, hotel room night. Genevieve is in the bathroom in a burlesque outfit. An Asian guy and black guy. Lee and Carter. I don't know why I wrote that that way. <laughs> Lee and Carter are in the other room watching her. The sexual tension is insane. It's Mil between the, the Asian guy and the black guy. Okay, yeah. So you think she stole the Shashin list from the triads? Only one way to find out 
You thinking what I'm thinking? We needed to talk. Get her relaxed. Maybe open some wine from the mini bar. She starts to walk out of the bathroom looking fine. Wow, maybe we should put on Dutchie Movie. Lee! Only $9.95. This is our chance to find Shashin. I'm going in. What's wrong with you? Wait, let me go with you. Something a man has to do on his own. Carter shuts the bedroom door on Lee. Now it's just him and Genevieve. They're standing by the window. You okay? Kenji must have figured out what I'm, I've done. I'm as good as dead. You stole the list, didn't you? You don't get it. I'm one of them. And if I'm dead, you're dead. That's Spanish. Hey, we're safe. No one knows we're here. Just relax. I'm marked. They move to the bed. Carter acts like he cares what she's saying. <laughs> trust me. Now why should I trust you? As the Chinese say, does racist impression. What does that mean? A donkey's lips will not fit on a horse's mouth. I'm not sure how that applies. Well, I was just thinking you had nice lips, that's all. You saved my life today. Thank you, Carter. Oh, please call me James. Or Stallion. No one saved my life in a long time. How can I repay you? You got 20 bucks? They kiss. How about 10? They kiss again. Oh, man. Mm. They kiss again. I'm bad. I'm bad, too. I'm a bad girl. Hallelujah! Now they're getting into it. Lee is in the other room about to be murdered, by the way. But now music is playing. Oh, yeah. That's it, baby. Bite that ear. Punish that ear. She punishes ear. Ah, uh, do what you want to do. My nipples are sensitive. Be careful down there. I've never been with an American before. Neither have I. I feel safe with you. Do you want me? How do you say twice now and once in the shower in French? She gets up, sexy-like. Wait here, sexily. I'm going to the bathroom. Going to make myself more comfortable. You need some matches? Scene. Nice. I think that was good. I think you guys... I think I slipped out of... I think overall... No, bit. overall that was a very... That was probably the best... Strong. Uh, one of the better acted outs we've done so far on the show. Oh, nice. And uh, so that, that leads us into Rush Hour 3, um, a movie with all of the racist undertones and sexual undertones that you could possibly want in a whole movie. More like overtones. Overtones, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There was nothing under about the tones of this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Subtle as a punch Like Brett Ratner, he's going to deny, he, he will deny the overtones but we all know that they're there. They're alleged overtones. Alleged overtones. Uh, which leads us to our first segment of the movie. We're going to go into who made the movie work and who didn't work mm. in the movie. Mm. So uh, we'll start with people that we liked and that made the movie, who I think we might all be able to agree on. Uh, we'll start with you, Jen. Well, clearly, uh, Jackie's stunts are insane. Like, that's one of the best parts of watching him work is just... I think that was the only stunts. watchable part. Yeah, of truly. Like, he still, like, is awe-inspiring. Like, he's amazing the way he fucking just do what he do. Um, I also liked the taxi driver. He was... Um, George. I think George. was his name, right? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was a very welcomed kind of... He was actually funny to me, I would say. Um... And he ended up saving the day. What didn't work... I mean, Chris Tucker, he had some quips that were great, but I really felt most of the time he was over the top. Genevieve didn't make sense. She didn't... But she did probably have the longest dialogue in any of those three movies for a woman. And, can, like, in total. That's the one movie where a woman's actually, like, talking. Um, 
more than a couple sentences, at least one at a time. Yeah. Alex? Uh, yeah, I think that Jackie's really good. I mean, I think overall the the action in Rush Hour 3 is not nearly as good as Rush Hour 1 mm-hmm. or 2. I think 2 actually probably has some of the best On 1, he got super sequence. electrocuted. Jackie got super electrocuted coming down that uh, light pole at the end of the casino. Well, like, I'm talking about, like, the, the big bamboo thing at the beginning of Rush Hour mm-hmm. 2. Oh, I love that cool. scene, yeah. So there's, yeah. like, there's, like, a lot of great action in that. There's one sequence in particular in Rush Hour 3 where mm-hmm. there is one really fucking cool shot, which is there. It's the uh, scene at the hospital where they go in and they're like, you know, Ambassador Han's in the bed and the, the daughter's there. Su- Sun Yi. Sun- or, I thought she was a uh, Shiite. <laughs> no. Um, the sexual attention person. Sun Yi Allen. Yeah, yeah, there always has to be like one love interest for Jackie Chan that never pl- falls Man. through. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's just never like, mind that he's it's, gonna the, end it's up the girl that he used to oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, bodyguard for and <laughs> yeah. 10 years old she, in the she. first movie. Brett Ratner, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, he would bring it back. Anyway, so like they walk into the hospital and there's this bit where they're like, you know, like, where, where are all the police? And like the nurse is like, oh, they were called away. <laughs> not yeah. a big deal. Not suspicious at Godfather-esque all. Godfather-esque right there. And then, like, so they all come in, they do this crazy action sequence, and then I forget exactly, like, what it is, but it's, like, easily the coolest shot in the movie. They, like, throws, like, an empty clip to, like... Chris. Yeah, Chris Tucker, and he, like, puts it in the gun and, like, shoots the guy, like, immediately, and it, it was it was really, actually badass. In a moment where I was like, wow, like, you know, that's that's an objectively not terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. But again, it's an action scene. Yeah. Jackie Chan was 53 when he did this movie. That's amazing to me. Yeah. In like a day over 43. Yeah. Well, he definitely was older than even the first one, but the fact that he can still move his body the way he do is amazing. Yeah, I think there needs to be one shirtless shot of Jackie in every movie because I looked this up after. I was just like, I need to see what he looks like without a shirt just to, because you just know that he he's, he's ripped. ripped. Yeah. yeah. He's probably ripped now and he's 63 right now. Absolutely. Yeah, Alex, who did not who did not work for you in, uh, in the film? I actually want to throw out an honorable mention to the guy who played Kenji, who I actually thought did a really good job. Yeah. Um, what didn't work in the film for me? I mean, like, just so much of it. Um, Max Vaughn, like, in particular, felt like, you're going to be the bad guy. We all know you're going to be the bad guy. And then it was like, I mean, oh, his he's role the bad is still guy. so small. And you're like, yeah, well, no, no shit, you're the bad guy. You're the, like... You're the white guy, which is also similar to number two. Yeah, and how do they not? How do they not find out that they're casting Max Vaughn and then like give him some real role? in this movie, like he's just like a figurehead bad guy the entire time. Like he can act. Yeah, he's like barely around Mm -hmm. this whole movie. They like mention him all the time, but they hardly ever. You hardly ever see him like actual act. Maybe they had him on rest because he is so much older. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, he can't yeah, do Game of Thrones more. just put him in a tree because he can't do anything anymore. Exactly. So like, yeah. He's so not agile. Yeah. Even the last scene where it looks like he's walking, they just have him on puppets. Yeah. <laughs> and that, his death scene is so ridiculous. He, they get shot and they, like, Chris Tucker's, like, looking to make sure yeah, it wasn't him. That. And then he just, like, doesn't say anything and proceeds and to walk, walk, like, forward. 10 feet into the pool and then fall in. Right after Jackie Chan had made a joke about how he had just... He's not constipated anymore mm-hmm, when they landed there. Shit in the water. So I, what I would have changed it is he falls in and there's like blood coming out, but then like just there's like also above doo-doo. it, you can see a little turd just floating in the water. I would think it would be great diarrhea, like watery. I don't know why Brett didn't go for that. That seems like right up his alley as a joke. Yeah, right up his alley. Okay, the uh, the guy that worked for me, of course, Jackie Chan and George. I think we agreed those are the two guys. I did love the the French cab driver stuff. I mm-hmm. thought as like dumb as it seemed at the beginning, it ended up being pretty funny. I loved the scene 
which we'll get to with him and his wife in yes. in the apartment he's was like, pretty I'm great. A driver. She's like, you <laughs> no. are not. Like, <laughs> you are not. Driver. You are just <laughs> you are a cab driver. You will be a cab driver for the rest of your life. And he's like, don't t- tell me about my work. And then she slaps him and makes him yeah. like a bitch in front of his friends. I think that there's like a a crazy radicalization or I, I just think it's interesting to look at like uh what brett Ratner is saying about america oh, with this so film annoying. because like so when they first introduce george they get in the cab and chris tucker says something and george realizes that he's american and he's like you got to get out of here i don't i don't drive americans well originally chris tucker's like whoa because i'm black and he's like no it's because you're american and then like immediately proceeds to pull a gun on george and then they like get him through this whole thing, and they he like he's like you gotta be a badass, so he just suddenly becomes this badass car driver. And then at the end, he like appears out of nowhere, like yeah. after his wife like slapped him and maybe kicked him out of his apartment, he just went stalking around the city until he could find Jackie and Chris. He was, and then he just shoots them. some guy. Well, he probably just saw people coming off the Eiffel Tower. He's like, oh my friends. <laughs> but he just he just shoots this guy who he doesn't really understand the situation. And, like and he, he hasn't been privy to a lot he of this didn't other get stuff. Trouble. No, he and he like this this look of like relief and like he's a man. And what's crazy is like he looks like a, a shoe bomber, like totally American guy with like he does with the baseball hat. Oh, with the hat on. and everything. But yeah, what I thought was like hat. it was yeah, just so self righteous of like Brett Ratner to be like, oh, you Americans with your guns and blah blah blah. Even to make that comment, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You have Roman Polanski. You're filming this movie in <laughs> a European like country. You have a known rapist. In your movie, you're a piece of shit. Like, what do you really know this about is, war? This is like, before. That's that's before it came out. This is before but like Roman Polanski is, was still was rape is still cool. But, in 2007, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. very. I in. forgot. My it's bad. still like an under the rug thing. Like, I still wasn't allowed to talk then. So yeah, yeah. I I forgot. My yeah, bad. I'm so glad that you finally found your voice. I just started year. thinking and reading. So, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> Women are gonna come a long way. That's why we waited so long for them to on the podcast yeah we had to wiggle under those thumbs to get under this mic (laughs) yeah all the thumbs all over these mics uh who didn't work for the movie for me i would say or did you finish your rant on uh on French people becoming Americans? No, it wasn't that they were becoming Americans. He said he hates French people. What, I, what it was is that basically what Brett Ratner is laying out with this film is that, like, the French are pussies and the only way that they can, like, become real men is if they become they violent, Americans vigilant people. And... No, if they become, like, Americans. Yes. So it's basically, like, this... Uh, I don't know. He, he's like trying to like export like it's this so American nationalism in the Bush years. You know, you got to think that. about the context. Like, this is ten years ago. Financial market. All right, I need. I need I'm wouldn't have even made more <laughs> sense with a script as Steven Seagal was Kenji. Like that oh, would have yeah. been perfect. I'm like would, we're Americans. Like yeah. this is tough. Oh, that would totally make sense. Which, yeah. yeah. Who didn't work in the movie was Max, but maybe uh, what really didn't work in the movie for me was like the. The deaths, how like random and weird they were a lot of the time. Yeah. It was just like it was just kinda of superfluous. Like like Kenji the whole Kenji scene dropping his death and then like the girl getting ground up in the gears, which was kind pretty of brutal. Yeah. yeah, like if they had showed that, that would have been right at art automatically. I wish they did. But now we're going into best lines. Mm. Your favorite lines from the film. Uh, I'll go first because it's kind of related to what we were saying. Mine's from George. He, he was full of some good lines. Uh, piggybacking off of Alex's being an American rant, it, his his line was, The truth is I'm a driver. Nothing more. This is my destiny. 
I will never know what it's like to be an American. Never know what it feels like to kill for no reason. But he will at the end. But he, he will at the end. Guy, yeah. And he, he didn't does. know why he did it. And it he was kills so fast. Guy. He's like, gonna... such a fast progression from him wanting to do that and then him actually doing that. I like, think that, that they, might be yeah, dangerous. I think True. that they, yeah, he might be a psycho. Yeah. I think that he uh, had to kill the guy because they couldn't have Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker being taken off in handcuffs to end the movie because they needed to dance to war mm-hmm. to end it. So they're just like, we need somebody else to kill him so that they can take, take that ball, guy in yeah. handcuffs because. There's no way you can assume that a murder was justified immediately, right? Like, they don't know all this bad stuff that already happened. But yeah, that's that's my line. Okay, <sighs> J- Jen, do you well, have a favorite line? I did really like, I mean, and we already said it, but I did like uh, the scene, or not the scene, the line when Genevieve is going to the bathroom. She's like, I need to get more comfortable. Wait here. I'm going to the bathroom. Make myself more comfortable. You need some matches? I love it. Like, assuming she's in a shit. Which yeah, is, that's pretty funny. I liked it. That's good. It makes that's sense. Good. That's why I ended the scene right there, because I thought that was the, the good capper. Exactly. I was like, that was actually funny. Well done. Okay, I just... We watched this movie a month ago when we were almost going to do this, and then we watched it again last night. I am struggling so hard to think of a memorable line <laughs> yeah. from the film. Like, maybe, like, there was, like, one thing that Kenji said, like, the first time when he's, like, in an alley, and, like, Lee's, like, freeze! And he's just, like... Hello, Lee. Hello, Lee. But my heart is already frozen. <laughs> he doesn't and then he just like turns around. So your favorite line is Hello, Lee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's my Great. favorite line. Yeah, that's a good line. I think good writing, the guy who wrote yeah, Jeff, the most recent Jeff, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, good writing, Jeff, aka writer of the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean. That guy makes more money than I make. Ever. Probably in my life. Yes. Agreed. Me until too. until I write the next Pirates of the Caribbean, in which case I will take Johnny over. Johnny Depp is I'll on take stills. over his spot. <laughs> yeah, it's on Die yeah, Hard. No, it's going to be a Die Hard mixed with Pirates Ooh. of the Caribbean. Yeah, because they bought 20th Century Fox, so it's going to be you know I'm going to mash them up. Getting too old for this pirate stuff. Yeah, that's the that's the weapon. But yeah, it's like the yeah, same. It'd be yippee yippee kaye, motherfucking oh, pirates. Man. Yippee kaye. <laughs> it'd be like arg yippee kaye. <laughs> Or like, uh, this is the beginning of a beautiful pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, those are all acceptable. So, hello, Lee. Great line. Um, or the whole, um, and, uh, no who one... are you? You? No, not me. You. Yes, I am you. Oh, yeah, the who's on first Yeah. Scene. May I help you? We'll be asking the questions, old man. Who are you? You. No, not me, you. Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? I have told you. Are you deaf? No, you is blind. I'm not blind, you blind. That is what I just said. You just said what? I did not say what. I said you. That's what I'm asking you. And you is answering. Shut up. I didn't like it. It was silly. Oh, I thought it was super silly. I am going to play that whole thing for the audience so so they know it's like starting right now. Cool. We're back. Wasn't that ridiculous? (laughs) That was so crazy. I I love when they use the same jokes. And by they, I mean just people in general um it's like what's up that whole thing you're like oh, oh no did that guy get kicked in the balls or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny he farted okay i i am fully down for what's up coming back no. <laughs> I, Actually, I could i, I think could now revival i think yeah. now could, it's like you're ironic saying fun. that because you're still like white cis men and on that note and on that note it's time could... for the next segment <laughs> the i'm gonna try to do my best steven impression top five you didn't slap the table though oh yeah Top five. Huh? Uh, so the top five we got for today, 
is Chris Tucker being racist or sexually harassing uh, somebody. So we're going to come up with the best five moments. Okay, so should we start at the beginning or just go I like, say we go chronologically letters. because okay, cool, me too. <laughs> there's so really scene, no other way to do yes, this. Yes, I agree because there are some, the first scene. Yeah, okay. Jen is very upset about the first scene so we're going to like, let her go oh, first. It, like just re-watching this film, like within that first like... Okay, I'll lay it out first. Okay, yes. So this is, first of all, this is the first movie to not open with Michael Jackson song. It opens with a Prince song but it's it's the first one to not open up with a michael jackson song but chris tucker is of mm-hmm. course back to being a traffic cop he gets to motor tra- traffic cop every single movie because he always does something asshole and blows some cars up or and then he some- somehow gets his detective badge back and he's like able to work with jackie we can ignore yeah. all that because yeah. that is just good policing. Good, yeah, good, good policing maybe he's undercover traffic cop the whole ah, time which is, which so is why he's like using his power over mm-hmm. these women who who break the law so first of all they do break the law do they actually or does he like fuck him up because he's dancing remember and he uses his yeah. hands and he's i think dancing. there was like a car accident yes oh no think... yeah so he fucked them yes. because he he gave them the wrong signals yes. well he didn't fuck them but he tried yeah, to he wanted to yeah he their their cars crashed and then he decided to take them into custody basically not okay so now so you can... first off yeah no he doesn't even just take them into custody he asked to see their ids which he then tells them he's going to keep which is fucked up uh two Instead of just like letting them go or giving them their IDs or even giving them a ticket, he ends up taking their car, brings the ladies with him. Uh, the whole time, it's like the two chicks are sitting in the front, you know, boobies are like coming out of the dress. And for some reason, the chick's wearing a rhinestone belt, whatever. Um, at the end of it, uh, he tells Jackie, um, we're going on a date with these women. You get the fat one. Uh, oh, yeah. And before that, even before they even get in the car, he bends them over the front of the car or yeah. the, and it's like just really upsetting and they of course do a close-up on this chick like from behind and she's in a dress it's just so fucking like i immediately was like this is made by a man that's fucked up yeah and that was the first scene, scene, scene first five movie. minutes yeah truly yeah that, that was like when i saw that i was just like oh shit i don't remember anything about rush hour three and i'm like in for something right now it's so problematic okay so what what are the next things we got um that's one yeah yes. that's one beyond so, that i mean definitely like just one like how they talk about women but then two well, the scene in the fucking cabaret yeah the like, cabaret scene we gotta talk about i think that would jump to the top of the list like, i think most... that that, yeah, that, that is was the one so that, horrendous and then like outrightly racist out and sexist um where he literally divides them and categorizes them based on their race he tells the milanas yeah, well, that they first, are yeah first he comes back and pretends he's a designer with a terrible accent yeah. Bubbles. No yeah bubbles he makes his name bubbles and then he has all the women stripped out of their outfits and then line up yep. according to how he wants. And for him to judge them. For him to judge and them. And tell them how they look. Yeah. And there's probably 20 naked women. Yes. Topless women. Yes. And they, he goes through, he starts at the beginning. He's like, oh, the blondes. And he starts with like a French accent. And then yeah. he gets further away and it just it turns Spanish. But he literally goes by line by line, not line by line, but down the line of women. Um, and like, oh, the blondes, ooh, the the black girls, you're beautiful. Ooh, the mulattoes, like, you guys are the best. Or like, okay. what does he Can say? I, uh, he says blondes, brunettes, and hybrids. Hybrids. And hybrids is way worse than <laughs> mulatto. It's like, it sounds like, like you have like a hybrid <laughs> car. You have a hybrid this. You don't, people aren't hybrids. Like, they're mudbloods. Um, yeah. and so basically he goes all the way down and then he like stops at them and he's just still like giving, literally looking at these women from head to toe up and down, like gaze, like, uh, so heavy and disgusting. Um, and then I don't even remember how that scene wraps up, but like it was such an unnecessary oh, yeah. scene and that it wasn't funny. His acting wasn't good. And 
it's and we didn't even see any of the boobs on yeah, top they of that. Had like at the very on. least if you're gonna go full like misogynistic you need to show Just, some boobs yeah like, well, they, i the whole scene really reminded me of like all these these accusations against uh donald trump that have come out where they're talking about you know like people who are part of the miss universe contest and how he would just like stroll oh, back walk there. in yeah. yeah so to me like that uh, it was you know this is a very 2017 reading of it but like the whole time like it was like chris tucker was like donald trump in that scene so i feel like Brett, that one Ratner on the website kind of wrote or, yeah that could, that could be uh, the, that's close close I, to the quote i feel like chris tucker was like how brett Ratner wants to website. be as a person <laughs> that's my like he's like chris tucker is like the, he's funny but obviously annoying but also he is the one who's like most outrightly sexual like discussed like perverted to women treats them poorly uh, okay. makes the dates comments like all the time like trying to date every woman can't take anyone seriously if they're, they're a woman especially if they're attractive um and then he just says like asshole things and does asshole things and i was like this is like the guy that brett ratner thinks he is i think like that's yeah, what he, he, likes. D- he did have the uh i think the third thing we can we can just group together all of his interactions with genevieve and just yeah. be like how he would stop whatever oh. he was doing at any time just to talk to her mm-hmm. and just be like, first of all, we got a murder mystery to solve here, Chris. Like, <laughs> what do you, yeah, what like, do you, like, somebody's literally, like, he's in the cabaret scene, but she is literally about to get killed. Like, if he doesn't get to her soon ish, and he's like, like stopping she, to dance with her, and I'm like, she will get me? murdered. Yeah. Like, if you really wanted to save this woman, you would literally have, like, yeah. trapped her. The fourth, the fourth one I got is a throwaway line by Chris Tucker. It's total, like, you can totally miss it, but I I just thought about it the, right when it happened, was he talks about, like, how he used to do cockfights with his cousin. Yes. And then... And his brother thought he ratted him out. Yeah. And he just has no remorse about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Carter was in cockfights and has no remorse about it? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He ate the chicken and it tasted good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just talked... He, he's just totally okay with cockfighting, which, to me... I just could it not. Just under the that was the thing that really just put me over. It put me in my Michael Vick mood, and I said, "Not to animals. Women are chill." Um, so I have another sexist one. Wait, and yeah, I have yeah. a homophobic and transphobic one. Okay, let's Damn. knock those two out, and then we'll choose. Then we'll Go pick ahead. the five out of all those. And so mine is actually not Carter, believe it or not. This is more of an example of, I think, of just straight Brett Ratner being nasty, and it comes during the credits when. It's the line where That's we were from the scene we acted out where it's just like, can I, can we put on a whatever movie? And Jackie puts on like, he's, he's just, Brett Ratner is right off camera and he's feeding Telling Jackie all this shit. And Jackie doesn't have any idea what. That's the part I recorded. What, what, what it saying. means. Yeah. And then there's the part where he's like, I want to watch a video with the hairy woman or one with the horse. And he's like, what does that mean? And he's like, Brett Ratner is teaching me bad things. Like. Which yeah. is both like but you're like oh Jackie Chan is so cute and also Brett Ratner is you're a evil. piece of shit and you're like <laughs> like take you're planting awful things into Jackie's I mean, mind. It's Wait, ruining that beautiful yeah. sweet man's brain. You can't he make him evil. He's that. not evil. You can't make him like you. you never even imagine a horse in oh my god his um, delicate sensibilities. Then again, beyond that, so the transphobic and homophobic one where Genevieve takes off her wig mm-hmm. to reveal her uh, shy, shy chin. chin map or whatever that has all it's basically the map that everyone's looking for this entire time she removes her wig 
um, to reveal. Yeah, which which is the beret attached to the wig the whole time. It, that's that's what I was wondering. No, because when she's at the house at the at the like, hotel who attaches room, a hat to their it wig. It did look like, like that's that. not that's not gonna work out. It's for like you. one of those things where it's like the Rasta, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> has the dress yeah, sticking yeah. up. But she when she's back at the hotel, she's not wearing the beret, and she just puts it on again yeah, yeah, right. later, which is stupid. But anyways, so she takes it off. And then Chris Tucker is irate and is like, you're a man? Because they had just like almost hooked up and had kissed and stuff. And he's like, oh my God, like we got to beat her, beat his ass. Like, and they're immediately ready to beat her ass because they think she's a dude and Chris Tucker's mad that he possibly kissed a man. Um, I would have heard with that trans man. But she has to, yeah, she has to like tell him like, no, I'm a woman. Like I can have short hair and be wearing a a tank top and still be a woman like yeah. it's not the hair that she's makes me a dude yeah. she's yeah. beautiful yeah. totally like clearly like that's like what why was that why is chris Tucker still getting to like oh, say yeah. when women are beautiful or not in this movie why that's right let him kiss her in that movie mm-hmm. she should have just like shut him down yeah, i was beginning. surprised i'm like so what he saved you like that's his job literally yeah well i guess i would see he's that. a little out of his jurisdiction well for yeah, sure but definitely. like that's why they're there right so before we move on to uh, like, i think those were those seemed like the top five, top yeah. six moments. Uh, <laughs> there was definitely more. If you have one, send it in. How? Uh, <laughs> send it in to Nick Comment on Lyons. our Facebook. NickLyons.com. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick Lyons' number is... Tweet, tweet at, at Nick. At Real Rotten on Twitter. <laughs> at Real Rotten on Facebook. At Real Rotten on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need... Huh? And the website realrotten.com all of those places i'm sure that you could say something to us and we'll listen because you'd be literally the first person to say something to us and we'll we'll listen especially if if you're a hot woman yeah if you're a hot woman but with a bald head like send in a picture and we will judge whether you look like a man or not yeah we'll be we'll be bubbles and you'd be a woman (laughs) i'm gonna help you out here real quick um i'm just gonna say something really controversial so people can. oh yeah yeah we need that yeah okay like like we haven't been just like (laughs) jackie chan's not that good of an actor what? Go fuck yourself. I don't okay. believe it, but I'm just trying to stir the pot. Okay. Before, okay. Yeah. That's just trying to get like, yeah, before Jen lun- see, lunges see, right across there, the table. Is, yeah. <laughs> Edit out the part I where where I said that I don't believe it and just make me <laughs> sound, yeah, yeah, sound yeah. like <laughs> I think Jackie like Chan's a back, bad actor. Yeah, but he's we, good. But it, it's all it's all staying in. It's all oh, staying in. Cool. It's much yeah, too hard to edit all. Yeah. Who knows? We don't even have an editor. I mean... I just give it to my little sister, and I hope that she <laughs> she, she knows how to well. post the podcast. I don't understand how, you know, computers work yet, but I'll figure it out. Uh, so, a quick update on Rush Hour Four. I said that I would get back to it. Uh, it could happen early next year. Uh, Chris Tucker is likely to agree, and uh, as for Brett Ratner, he no word if he'll be back for the fourth one. Uh, people assume that if it happens, he will be the director, but he is busy this next year because he's set to direct a Hugh Hefner biopic what? with Jared Leto as the Wait, star. Are you fucking serious? No, that is literally what How? Brett Ratner is working That's on. That's really upsetting, but also... <laughs> no, I like... think it's like the only thing that he could work on that he wouldn't get in trouble yeah. for. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're going to do a movie about another predator type. Cool. Like, let's object my Objectify. I mean... Do what you know. That's what they say, yeah. right? Stick to what you know. Write what you know. 
women. But surely yeah. the Hugh Hefner biopic will move on without Brett Ratner. I mean, the story yeah, needs to be live told. On. Oh he's yeah, people need to know that story. He's a pioneer in the front of he changed the bathrobes. In, in that you know, thing. Yeah. nobody had bathrobes like. No one had objective. He made grottos cool. Grottos used to be where you just like went and drowned yourself. Yeah, now they they have the Playboy one, which is just a sperm soup. Yeah, sperm soup. He made that cool. Yeah. Mm-mm. That before it was chicken noodle, minestrone, no sperm soup. Could ne- rarely get it. That's why they don't do clam chowder. It's too much sperm. And before and we get to the, yeah, before we get to the games, uh, I did want to explain why this show is even happening. This originally was a uh, Genevieve birthday show. Hey. And it, it was a it was going to be relevant because the Forerunner had just come out, the new Jackie Chan flick. Mm-hmm. Did you did you see it? I still haven't seen it. Okay. Lauren saw it though. She gave me a rundown. It's the one with Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, right? Yeah. 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 It looks it looks it looks pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Jackie Chan taking movie. It's better than Rush Hour Three. Yeah. So he's sixty three. Yeah, but it's like what I I believe Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, I believe in him too. Yeah. But uh, great. I, I wanted to give you a minute. We'll give you a minute and a half to do your rant on Jackie Chan. Jen is the bigger Jackie. Chan fan that I know, so that's why this uh, this episode's happening. So, um, Jen, you have ninety seconds to tell us everything that you love about Jackie Chan. This oh. is this is Jen's ode to Jackie Chan. Hold on, let me make an intro for it. This is mm-hmm. no, we're gonna have Mal make the intro for it. This is Jen's ode to Jackie Chan. And go. Dear Jackie, no, he's wonderful. Okay, so he grew up in going uh, to that, what is it, the Chinese uh, theater, or it's like the ballet, which was where he got to start and learned all these crazy skills. He was a performance kid, um, which means he definitely was like beaten the shit out of, like he was always, like it was rough. Um, they were made to perform. He made his story like a really great one though. His whole life had been like very dedicated to, I mean, not only his art, but like he's a good man. And he's famous, like for Mulan, he did that, who is this girl, what is that called? The who is this girl I see, he sang it, and it became like a huge like single that he did, like he has his own album. He sang that song? Yeah, oh and people God. loved it, and he actually has like We're a really great vibe. We're going to put that in the show notes for you if yes. you want it. Um, I remember like growing up watching him, because my dad was obsessed, like watching Drunken Master, um, and then The Legend of Drunken Master, which was crazy, because he would just get messed seconds, up cool seconds. get he'd get like fucked up and like be able to fight like amazing jackie chan uh and then also operation condor super good it's very nazi-esque and they have to go underground like in these pyramid things and they find all this just like propaganda and there's gold bars uh, and then there's um what is the other one uh fuck not operation condor rumble in the bronx where he actually like has to fight all these like little kids and at one point he like takes this uh what's it called, like the antenna, and he like spanks this little boy. A switch? Like, yeah, a switch, essentially, but made out of metal. He beats the shit out of him. Um, Jackie is timeless, uh, and I love him. And now it's time for the games portion of the evening uh, to end the episode. Games, games, games. Games, 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 games. Let the games, games begin. Games, games. Ooh, games. Okay, for the games we got, uh, we are going to do same title, different movie. The movie is Rush Hour 3. You're going to make a totally new movie called Rush Hour 3. Uh, it can be as related as you want. I would suggest not relating it, but keeping the same themes is always fun. So that's just a, just, just an option. Uh, do we have a volunteer to go first? Uh, yeah, I got one. So um, there 
is they're in Russia. They're Russian there, okay? Um, we've got three guys. No, let's say three females. That's dope, yeah. They uh, were just in a movie, didn't do well. They bombed, and so Russia's got a huge, like, call for, like, women leads and, like, cool action movies. So they go to Russia, um, and it turns out the person who is going to be, like, their producer-director actually believes that they are, like, assassins. Um, and so these three women have to end up fighting an actual, like, assassin, like, giant man. But there's three women, and uh, the hour to die for that guy is now. So they rushed, shut it out. Ask Putin about it. It's like 15 seconds. You want to cast it real quick? Yeah, okay. So I would do Rosario Dawson. Um, Definitely, ooh, Kate Blanchett would be great as like the Russian chick who's on the already over there. Um, And then me and then a eunuch. Okay, wow. Okay, that wins. Is he the big Russian guy that they have to fight? Dostovia, Dostovia. He's he's that and the woman. It's low budget. Wow. Wow, that's cool. I like that. That's that's not a bad movie. Thank you. So the rush I like is that it's Russian and the hour is the three and yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. And the hour yeah. is the three. I'm totally on board. Yeah. Cool. Thank okay. You. Mal. So my rush hour three is the third film in a series of films that Rush Limbaugh has been Ugh. putting out. Um that Basically, it's just him talking for an hour, one camera angle. They're really boring. Uh, they've somehow done well enough that at the a box office that they've they made a third one. Very unsurprising, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. got a big, big thing. But that's basically it. Still directed by Brett Ratner. Yeah. Um, Who's it starring? Rush Limbaugh. It's just him. I don't know if you're going to recast Rush Limbaugh. What does the hour have to do with it? It's an hour long. Long film. Yeah, it's just an hour. hour. It's just a time. I see. It's the third. It's like a special, really. It's basically what he he does like every day. Not a lot, but, you know, it does marginally well. And it's just a very close, like, from Rush's titties up. Not even as wide as what he uses for when he's just recording his podcast. Um, And he's looking down the barrel at the lens the whole time. So it's very unsettling. Hmm. But people get it. It's a fear, fear of God kind and of so, thing. And so, I guess with that, like, what is the director really Time. doing? <laughs> Just kind of saying sexist shit off camera. Okay, got <laughs> He's it. kidding. Rush. He's miming, miming Rush to say cool. sexist shit. He's, He's just doing jerk off motions <laughs> constantly. He's just doing, like, double, like, Yeah, and just double dicking it. Okay, yeah. Uh, somebody might see that. I'm sure. I mean, they saw the first two, so I'm sure they're going to see the third one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rush Hour 3. I know what you're thinking. Rush hour people think that time works normally but in this world it doesn't hours go faster and so people from the real world are brought into this new alien world that's an alternate universe and they have to get all this stuff done in an hour but the difference is that an hour is actually only 30 minutes now Hmm. yeah so it's rush hour three zero is what i'm adding on to it it. so they have to rush an hour into 30 minutes and they get three hours to do it, which makes a 90-minute movie. And what's the task? And the task is that they have to find the boss and stop him from raping Jackie Chan's fake daughter. No! Yes! No! no. Yes! <laughs> and for the casting, Rosario Dawson is the daughter. <laughs> no. We're going to be a new and upcoming actress for that, and I think that it's going to be really good. Time. Nice. Great. That, that was, was great. good. Yeah, so that was that's definitely... rush, rush Hour 3. 
I like that better than the idea of just washing rice and blah, so that was great. <laughs> well, I probably could have said anything else, and that probably would have sounded truly. better. Yeah, I like the just, um, there's an alternate universe, and they have to, like, do this stuff in this, in this time. Yeah. And I would watch it. So they have three rush hours, which is 90 minutes. I right, hope yeah. they rush fast enough so, they so call that Rosario Dawson doesn't get raped. 30 minutes is a rush hour. Yeah. 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 rape Jackie's daughter. I could see another one where it's just, like, uh, everyone's in traffic for three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that was and my it's like It's like the opening of uh, uh, yes. La La Land La La at La like Land. three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love if the song just went on for three hours too. That's yeah. Just like a way too long. It would be like somebody like, hey, shut the fuck up. Has anybody written a musical where the, the only song the lasts an hour song? <laughs> it's like a prog rock opera. Oh my God. I would be into that. I mean, I would watch it just once. But <laughs> I would still watch it. But I would sing it all the time because I felt like I'd have to get stuck <laughs> yeah, in your exactly. head. Yeah, that's exactly hour. right. You'd know all the words. Okay, and now it's time for the last game, which is going to be called the Rush Dash Hour Dash Rush Hour. That ass. Debate. Ooh. So I'm going to, it's going to be three rounds. We're keeping it short. I'm going to name movies with Rush in the title. Mm. So I'm going to name, I'm going to name four okay. movies with the word Rush in them. Mm-hmm. You have to wait till I name the last movie, and then you chime in with the one you want to argue for. Okay. And then we do a debate. Okay. So, you'll, Jen, you'll get a minute to explain why your movie's the best. Alex gets a minute, 30-second rebuttals, and then I'll choose the winner. Excellent. Okay, we're ready? So, round one, colon, Rush. The four movies we got are Rush, starring uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, oh. the other guy. It's the race car movie. Oh. By Ron Howard. Yeah. I need to know that. And Olivia Dan- Wilde. Daniel Brew. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. Ruby- movie two, Premium Rush, starring uh, JGL. Movie three, Rush Moore, mm-hmm. by Wes Anderson. Movie four, August Rush, starring Freddie Highmore. I like that movie, though. And now, choose your movie. Rushmore. It's the only one I've seen. Okay. I'll do the... Um... What was the last one you said? August, August Rush. Rush. I'll do that. Starring Freddie Highmore as like an yeah. autistic kid who can play guitar really well. He's not autistic. He's okay, just he's like, just lonely. He's neglected. <laughs> he's neglected. I'm super ready right, for he's just, he's, just, he's neglected. Let's be fair. It's not his fault. He's just an orphan. He's just a fucking orphan. Nobody likes orphans except for Annie and all of like. Yeah, Oliver you're right. And uh, yeah, they all were really unliked actually in the movies. So we got Rushmore. Versus August Rush. August Rush. Yeah. Uh, Jen, we'll, you'll start. So August Rush is not only beautiful symphonically speaking, um, it's the story of a kid who actually has a really rough life and is still able to find beauty in little things. He's pimped out by like Robin Williams as like the den, the pimp of all the, like the kingpin of all the orphan kids. The parent, like he ends up finding his parents um, and they love each other. And it's just a great story about how this like, kid is able to survive and finds love and how you know music conquers everything not not love just music he does hit the thing hella well the guitar he like plays it in this way that's like yeah, you got super... 22 21 seconds left still i keep explaining fuck yeah okay so um i forget like how he gets separated from his parents but i know that his mom got pregnant at a concert carrie, Rus- carrie, yeah, russell. carrie russell felicity um bangs that hot guy from tutors yeah, Jonathan Reese Myers. Jonathan Reese Myers. He that's the baby daddy. Um, 
they just he's also a musician Time. and that's why the kids Stop also talking. get them. <laughs> I kind of like that sound. Okay, Mal, you got one minute. Rushmore, go. Rushmore is a fantastic film. It uh, sort of announced the arrival, I would say, of Wes Anderson as an auteur on the scene. Bottle Rocket, his previous film, wasn't as widely viewed as Rushmore. It's fantastic. Also, I really think brought Jason Schwartzman to the the forefront, and I think was a really interesting turn for Bill Murray in terms of like not being Bill Murray in a movie. Like he was actually kind of like a little bit more restrained. Um, I think it deals with a lot of similar themes of alienation. Max Fisher is very similar to August Rush. Um, And uh, it's just fucking funny. It's got a fantastic soundtrack. It's got, you know, Bill Murray's... I have a great Bill Murray poster uh, with the the mustache, and I just, you know what? I, I love that shit. I love that. Rushmore, deal with it. Good point of your argument. There you go. He saved Latin. He saved Latin. <laughs> Time. <laughs> and, Jen, you have 30 minutes to respond. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Wow, this oh. is yeah. a long Let round. The hour begins. Yeah. rush hour. I said what I said. I'm not taking it back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Number one rule of podcasting, never take anything back. So here we go, 30 minutes. 30, okay, so you got 30 seconds. All right, so. Starting in five, four. And I want to hear why Rushmore is worse than August Rush. Yeah. Okay. Go. So I think in many of Wes Anderson's movies, it's a lot of privileged white kids who literally are brats, especially in Rushmore. Like, Jason Schwartzman is a dick. And fucking Bill Murray, a dick. And uh, in August Rush, the kid is actually, like, really sweet. He's overcoming obstacles that are not put in his, like, He's not choosing to put these obstacles in his place. He's not just in love with his teacher. Um, he actually has to survive the underground like slums of being a homeless child. He's a wonderful musician and learns how to hustle on his own. Wow. That was a, that was, that was a good rebuttal. Okay. Now, 30 seconds, starting now. I will completely agree with you that most Wes Anderson films are about like disaffected but affluent white people. But in this particular case, Max Fisher is actually incredibly poor and lies a lot about making, you know, this this myth of himself. Um, and I think it's just an inherently better movie because I haven't seen August Rush. Mm-hmm. So um, that is why. I had four seconds to say that it's better. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Great finisher. So... I guess I, I think I think Mal won the first round. Uh, I mean the uh, the first the opening segment, and then yeah. but then Jen hit really hard back at Wes Anderson and Rushmore in general, and <laughs> kind you. kind of convinced me. I I think she she ended up convincing me that August Rush, hmm. you know, might be the better Rush movie. Have you seen Thanks. it? I have. Damn it. Of course. The, it the only thing. Like this, my side aside on August Rush is that it's that it's that stupid thing that they do in movies where like the parents are constantly walking past their own yeah. kid, who they've been looking it. for for years. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. And, oh, it, oh, and oh. it doesn't do like the big meetup until the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the whole time you're just like, God, fucking like, why damn! Why don't they it. just save this kid? He's obviously like not having an easy go. Oh yeah, but, but the the moment is great though. Character okay, building. So that is that was round one, Jen. Thank you. Mm. Jen wins round one. Bravo. 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 <laughs> and now we're moving into round two, which is the word hour. Okay, so first movie we got 25th Hour, Edward mm. Norton. Mm-hmm. 
about to go to prison. We got 127 hours starring Himes Franco as a trapped climber. We got The Hours. Oh, that's a fucked up one. With uh, Julianne Moore. Nicole Kidman. And, yeah. Julianne Moore. She won the... Nicole won the Oscar for it. With that ugly ass Maybe. fake nose. And the last one... 48, 48 hours. hours. I knew it was going to be 48, 48 hours. hours. Yeah, I was like, what hours. else could it possibly be? Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Mm. Buddy Cop. Buddy Cop movie. Mm. They did another 48 hours. Yeah. And those are the four. Go. What was the second one? Oh, 127. I'll do that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you should have You should have jumped on the... <laughs> All right. I'm, I'll go with uh, 48 hours. 48 hours? Yeah. Okay. We're going to leave behind 25th hours. And the hours. And the hours. I just really didn't like the hours. The hours is so I don't want to have to like, root for it. I'm actually... I'm, yeah, it was really depressing. I'm going to admit that I haven't seen the movie that I'm, I'm repping, but... You I, haven't seen 48 Hours? No, I haven't. Have or you seen the commercials? Another 48 Hours. But I used to work in a video store, and they had a really cool 48-hour clock. Is that what you're going to talk about? No, but it was a regular clock. It just you had you probably should have admitted that you hadn't seen it at the end of it. Yeah. Right. But, you know... You're gonna you get you got this. Good yeah, luck. I got this. Good okay, Malinay is starting. I'm pretty sure that Eddie Murphy is a cop in this film, and that Nick Nolte is a common criminal, um, because that's the, the 48 hours I want to believe in. <laughs> and so he gets Nick Nolte out of jail, and he's like, "Yo, you got to help me find this killer." And they're either in Detroit or Beverly Hills because. That's just because that's probably one of the two places is what it. And so they're tracking it down, and then they 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 think they track him down, and they track him down, and they beat the guy, and then it turns out that there's another two days after that that they have to track the guy down for. So it took two days to get him. So because that's when Nick Nolte had to go back to jail. So why is that the better movie? Oh, um, yeah. because it was really woke. It had a black cop and a white criminal. Stay woke, my friends. Time. Okay, Jen. Yeah. 127 hours. Defend it. Starting now. Well, um, only in cases when your arm is trapped under a boulder, which I can attest to, personally. Um, you have a lot of time on <laughs> your hands. Okay, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really, his own mind is his biggest kind of hurdle to jump over aside from the boulder that he needs to get out from under uh but seriously could you imagine being trapped there for 127 hours he's drinking in his own urine that's like actually really not healthy for you and makes you actually sicker because if you're dehydrated and drinking your urine it's just toxic that's the true thing um but he ends up is a badass and severs through his own arms with a fucking pocket knife and the fact that he does that is i mean just fucking plain badassery that's true relevant and it's Kind of more, like, the whole thing of him just being alone, it, this whole movie is just this guy by himself, like, under this rock. If it wasn't James Franco, I'd probably, like, take it more seriously. But, like, the overall, just, he overcame his rock obstacle. Rockstacle. He rocked. <laughs> his rock lobstacle. His rock <laughs> It wasn't a rock. It was a rock okay. He wasn't stuck under a rock. <laughs> It was a rock. rock, lobster. rock lobster. Oh my god, has somebody made that movie? Because that needs yet. to happen. Okay, Mal, you have 30 seconds to respond. I want to know why 48 hours is better than 127 hours. Cool. 
I mean, basically, Franco's character in 127 Hours is a whiny little bitch who doesn't tell anybody that he's going on this fucking crazy adventure. You know what? That motherfucker should have died. All right? That's why I'm going to throw that out there. I'm throwing that out there. The real-life guy. Um, and 48 Hours is not about any of that fakeness. It's about real shit. African-Americans, Caucasians... Working together yeah. to find well, killers. Great point. Um, yes. Okay, Jen, you are up starting now. Well, this is clearly the better one. I mean, 48 Hours has been done before in many other movies that we've seen, period. Uh, the Blue Streak, boom. That's one. Uh, Came after. The one with fucking, what's his face? Um, Mar- the One of the Wayne's brothers and Adam Sandler. Uh, and then he's a criminal. And he's Anyways. The so last when, I just yeah. watched that. 127 hours is better because one it's not only factual and has a point to it like it's actually really brutal and kind of just interesting to see this man uh really go through hell and drink his own piss (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it that's right time okay um so i'm gonna say jen you kind of hurt your argument in the beginning when you said that james franco was in it and it made it hard to take the movie seriously you kind of just really undercut yourself on that one i didn't undercut myself i undercut him but the tendon scene, I mean, yeah. come on. I Ma- literally Ma- passed out <laughs> during the tendon scene. It was so, I was so stoned and it was so intense and the strings came in and I just went right out. Yeah. Now you kind of undercut yourself by uh, Not making even. it a black cop because it wasn't. It was actually, you know. That's racist, Nick. Nick Nolte was. That is, <laughs> and, and that is racist. I felt like your okay. first argument was yeah, literally you're right. you describing the I, scene. I don't, I don't want to be racist, so I'm going to give Mal the win for yeah! round two. <laughs> I feel like this is the system keeping privilege in place. I'm just saying. I think it's just keeping, I know, keeping I think, it close for keeping this, the this tiebreaker. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we just really need to get to round three. And round three, I have a movie that includes both words. Rush Hour. You have to choose between Rush Hour 1 and 2. two starting now. Two. <laughs> she could have two. She could have two. Okay. So we got Rush Hour 1 argued by Mal and Rush Hour 2 argued by Jen. All right. So Rush Hour 2 is actually really great. It's super funny and it's a mixture of – more. it's more silly than the first one. Um, it's a mixture of like laughing good times but actually like dope action. Don Cheadle. Who doesn't love him? Um, the whole scene where um, – in the what's it casino and Chris Tucker's actually being funny and obnoxious and he's dancing on the tables and he's calling out everyone for being racist but he's just making a distraction for Jackie Chan to do amazing stunts um and Jackie Chan does do his amazing stunts that there's also like some perversion shit in that which I don't like when they're both spying oh man I'm not really helping my argument yeah never mind Damn, se- I should have done the first left. one 20 seconds left um let's see I also like the fact that they go to China um yeah the fight scene in the spa is really dope and they're in the little short towels and they're fighting all those dudes. And Chris Tucker, he's trying to be a badass and calls out this little guy and he's like, oh, he's a punk bitch. Um, and then all these huge dudes stand up and they have to like fight and they jump over chairs. It's a really great fight scene. Okay. We've heard about Rush Hour 2 and now it's time to hear about Rush Hour, the original. Starting now. What else is there to say? Rush Hour 1 is the film that spawned Rush Hour 2 or 3. Without Rush Hour 1, we wouldn't even be here in this room discussing what we're discussing. It is a classic. Something that I think Rush Hour 2, and especially Rush Hour 3, have really highlighted by being 
poorer versions of that first original, I don't want to say masterpiece, but it's probably the closest thing that Brett Ratner's ever come to one. It's got great lines, Never Touch a Black Man's Radio. It's got the whole sequence with war that's called back on in later mm -hmm. films. It started the mm. Michael Jackson at the beginning thing. Cool. It sets up the character of Sun... Sun Thank you. 15th. The Shiite who's in Rush Hour 3. Yeah. So it's great. The, the action's fantastic. It's less funny, I would say, because it's more in the Jackie Chan action vibe, which really helps solidify it because those are better films. Time. Okay, Jen, you have 30 seconds cool. to respond, starting now. So Rush Hour, the original, is more family-oriented. Like, let's look at it. We got a little girl. We're taking care of the family values kind of thing. We have to save this little girl. I do like the Mariah intro. But in Rush Hour 2, guess who does actually sing Michael Jackson uh, in karaoke and is love for it? Jamon! And he's doing that whole thing. Jamon Lee, that's like a very great scene. Very funny, I would say. Um, it's a mixture of perfect of choreography um, and laughs. It's time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Melanie, you have 30 seconds starting now. I think Rush Hour 2 really kind of, it, it, it starts out on a really solid note, but the further that you get away from like what the Rush Hour story is, like the more convoluted it sort of comes and there's a bigger willing suspension of disbelief. Um, and I, it, I think that the dynamic of having Jackie Chan being the fish out of water as opposed to Chris Tucker, who is actually the more outlandish of the two, serves the film Rush Hour 1 much better. I just want to like add no, it doesn't have to matter. Nope. But the nope. friendship is actually, and partnership is stronger in the second one because in the first one, I was still hoping that you were going to say together. that, but it's not counting towards okay. the, uh, cool. <laughs> towards the because score. That, I know, I just was that was the first that, thing I thought of yeah, is that. That's what I was thinking of now. I was like, that's how they actually like Linda. So, um, hearing both the arguments, um, Malone had the, the stronger argument, I would have, say. Okay, are you saying for the last Which is why that we're going to give round two back to Jen. Uh, <laughs> And we're going to give round three to Mal, who is so we finished by a score of two to one. Okay, cool. It helps uh, when you've seen the movies. Yeah, and so yeah, you should really probably see the movie. Words in the 127 <laughs> hours was the only one I'd seen, though. I never saw the hours. It's really depressing. What was the first one? Well, the hour? 28 hours. You haven't seen 25th hour? 25th hour. Ed no, Ed I've never seen it, even though oh. Spike Lee, I've, I've heard it's a very good movie. Great movie. Worth seeing. He's about to go to yeah. prison. I've actually not seen it either, but I really like it. And now it's time for us to finish all the stuff off. So we each wrote a blurb, our own Rotten Tomatoes blurb, yep. and we're, we're going to say it. Uh, we will start with Genevieve. Coming from Genevieve, um, the cast must have stretched daily to be able to film such a massive reach of a trilogy. Rush Hour 3 is the Brett Ratner of the saga, an unwarranted and annoying assault. Hashtag bonus points for punching Polanski in the face. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. I don't even know if I should write one now. <laughs> I don't have one written. I don't either. But <laughs> I was should, we just, should we just have that be the one? Yes, sure. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, This we're, critic we're agrees do, with that. Yeah, my top critic is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys my blurb is what she said. Well, thank you, Jen, and yes, thank you, Alex, for uh, coming on Real Rotten uh, for our first mm -hmm. ever special guest episode. Special and, uh, What's up, ladies? 
I'm breaking down the walls. What's We're up, cisgendered white males? How you guys doing? You like women? What's yo, up? Yo, yo. What's up? Chris Tucker here. What's up, ladies? <laughs> yeah. What's up? White, <laughs> white man. White man. But uh, we're going to be Talk featuring to more women uh, in the upcoming season of Real Rotten. Yeah. We have at least two more planned episodes featuring uh, women and even one all-women episode. Awesome. What? Special edition. Uh, so... Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go to our website, Real Rotten, if you want to see all of the cool graphics that our now audio engineer producer Alex Kalajakis is making for us. Because they're uh, they're exquisite, and he decided to shut them out of Instagram, so you have to go to the website now. Uh, But yeah, thanks for listening. So what we always say... Stay, stay real. real. Stay real. Rotten. Stay stay stay, stay rotten. Stay rotten. Stay stay real. real. Stay, stay rotten. Rotten. Yeah. Rotten. Yeah. That's we, it. Maybe we do it like on three. One, yeah. two, three. Stay, stay rotten. Is real. real. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Nailed okay. It. We're good. Yeah. Great. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks Bye. For having us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes all gotten You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah. <laughs>